Greetings, Internet listeners. This is Mr. Announcer with The Complacence Podcast. The Complacence originally aired from September 1995 to June 1996, live on WNUR-FM, Evanston, Illinois. This week on The Complacence, the teleportation of the Earth to a different location in the universe has caused plenty of bizarre problems for everyone from The Complacence themselves to the staff of Quonset Hut Pizza. Meanwhile, members of the Major League Super Crime Busters encounter the sinister Dark Gang. The next voice you hear is coming to you from April 20th, 1996. The sketch comedy of The Complacence. Coming up uh, within uh, an hour or so, here on WNUR Freeform. Tonight on The Complacence, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll fall in love all over again. Coming up soon here on WNUR Freeform. The sketch comedy of The Complacence, coming up in 1 minute and 36 seconds. Now, The Complacent, starring The Complacent. Everybody hop inside, around the world on a magic ride, big time adventure and fun, rock and roll music for everyone, so take my ingredients are fresh out of stock, General Failure and the Pizza-Faced Kid Pimples are having it out. Sorry, General. Oh, sorry, General. It's just that it's just uh, their last tour and it's getting, I'm getting psyched for the concert. Turn on the light FM, baby. It's the music I enjoy the most to make the pizza do. The music I like the most, the most to make the pizza do. My pizza's the best, most tasty around there. What's the matter with you? Knock it off, grease ball. I don't pay you to make up crappy ethnic ditties. I pay you to make up crappy pizza pies. Pipples, bring that compact disc over here. Hmm. 
The complacents, eh? Oh, General, sir, they rock out. Yes, I know the complacents. Personally, I do. Saved their behinds once or twice, I recall. We're sorry to hear of the untimely demise in the cold coffin of outer space. Ugh. My mama and your mama were talking a little boo. Your mama ate my pizza and said, Boo my finger, bitch! Pimples? Hold down the quantity while I sashay in the great outdoors and have a cigar. Aye, aye, General Failure. As General Failure strolls about, filling his mouth and throat with the rich, dark smoke, favoring the tangy Cuban flavor, and gently adjusting himself, the Earth is transported millions of light years away from the sun right under his feet. Criminy. Uh, General, does this mean no more two-for-one leftover pie deal? Meanwhile, because of a loophole in cosmic regulations regarding distance from the sun and the haunting of certain establishments, the Kaiser is able to celebrate his emancipation from the Quonset hut and the renewal of his license for evil. Ach, wunderbar! Mein Kampf comes through! No longer slaves to the stinky general! As a perk, the Kaiser also gains omniscience. This is all my new omniscience. I will squeak revenge. Look out, General. Behind you. What the? Who? It's me. Joe Tal from the Sundalandia. Oh, it's only you, Kaiser. Say, why don't you just leave me alone for a while? What is? Alone? You can have no civilization of alone. But soon you will shell, shell... <coughs> Yeah. I don't like your tone, Crowdy. Yes, German warrior of law. I summon thee. Fuck the ultimate warrior. I live only to do your and only your bidding, master, and will gladly accept any and all others you give in the name of the fatherland. And Deutsch, allow me to crush the enemy. Crouch. Zounds. Heck. Mamma mia, protect the pizza. The ultimate warrior. Crush this stinking advocate of freedom and cheap pizza! I hear and obey! I will crush this cigar-smelling American with my littlest, bittiest toe! Do that! Come on, Widow Schnitzel, I'm not too old to be afraid. Uh, Guido, look, the general! He's fighting that big muscular guy in the swastika-covered tights! Uh, general Affair, you're doing your best to fight the Nazis come who raped my wife, my daughter Maria, and ate the boss of my son! German pig, I will help the general to kill you. Too late. He just knocked the general in the next week. No, he didn't. He just knocked him over that small mountain range. Now, destroys the constant hut, warrior. And so those within. Attention, all those within. I am coming to destroy your small, insignificant lives to dirt and mud. Should you wish to avoid this unpleasant but sadly divinely ordained fate, please run away. You have been warned. Oh, what do we do? Have you gone insane? My mama, she raised me never to run, no running away from big fight. But this crazy German, the devil's big son, he killed me dead on this bad night. Look, like it looks like it's just you and me, lady. Y- yes, it's just you, a pimply kid and me. Lady Victory! Ma'am, uh, do not take off your clothes in the closet. Holy Tatas! Uh, hey, Blitzkrieg poop talk, over here. Who is calling Blitzkrieg via homosexual? Lady Victory! Get a load of these, concentration camp breath. I was merely following others. For what you wait? For him? Kill her! Ah, Blitzkrieg warrior, afraid. First time in life. Penis tingling. 
You fool. You're not afraid. You're looking at her strategically in large brass appendages. Do not be dismayed. Rot her! Look away, idiot! Schmiel! Away with you! I crush her myself! I don't know if I can handle an omniscient Kaiser, kid. This might be it. Don't give up, lady! Suffer this warrior. Enter the portal I will now create. I have burned Vaterland! And now I will send you to do eternal penance for your failure! Sloppy God! You will spend all eternity in! Wait, I know. Kaiser, over here. What is... Uh, say there, miss, what happened here? Is the quartzet all right? Yes, your establishment is intact, but I'm afraid that young man, that poor, poor, oh, it's all too awful. Uh, <laughs> see, see here, miss, what exactly uh, transpired? That young man, the one with the pizza face, he flung himself and the two German entities into a fiery porthole and then vanished. Well, ain't that just like the hired help? That pimples... Can you believe it, Guido? I tell you, miss, you just can't find good young teenagers anymore. Sir, you don't understand. Pimples isn't coming back. He's been doomed to hell. You fell in this heart is a pizza further this other than Roman July. Then I don't envy Pimples the pizza face kid. You'd be lucky or fool to have died. Where's Pimples? Is he sweating yet? Stay tuned to the next Kwanzaa adventure when you'll hear the general say... Pimples? You couldn't be in more trouble if I'd found you with this shoved up there. You're listening to The Complacence on WNUR. Meanwhile, somewhere on Earth, Johnny Angelo, Fig, Gunner, and Fred James, also known as The Complacence, stare up into the starry night. That their eyes are not filled with the wondrous awe you might expect to be evoked by this wonder of nature. Rather, their eyes are filled with the horror of being scared. Imagine that. We go through a whole adventure in outer space, traveling to another galaxy, defeating an entire federation of empires, and we finally return to Earth. Only to discover that we didn't go back to Earth, but Earth came to us. So now we're still stuck out in space, and it's cold and dark in the middle of the day, and Johnny's caught some disease that makes him sound funny. And what's more, this stupid dragon won't get off my shoulder. Ah, oh, but Fred, that little dragon whirlybird is so cute. Well, a dragon's a dragon, but why does he keep acting like he's a parrot? Oh, what's a parrot? That creature is not of this earth, Fred. He's seen many parts of distant galaxies. We may never come to fully understand him. Not unless we let some scientists poke around inside him a little. No, no you don't. If you don't like him, then, Fred, then I'll take care of him. He'll help me remind me of Michel. Michel! No, no, I'll keep him. He'll help remind me of Siren. Uh... Siren! <whistles> no, I'll take him, and I'll throw him in a cage and charge him mission. Shut up! Come see the dragon that thinks it's a parrot. Now cut that out. Come here, Willy Bird. Give me him. Give me him. Hey, quit climbing on me. Give Oh, gross. Right on my face. Oh, <laughs> big. You are a face fuller. Cut it out, you guys. <laughs> Shut. Shut up, will you? Take a look at this. It's a newspaper. Yes, I know it's a newspaper. Will you teach Willy Bird to use that? <laughs> Toilet train. No, I mean read the headline. Okay, uh, 
Um, uh, uh, Johnny, you read it. I can't read it. I'm lying on my back here trying to rest. Oh, I'll read it. It says here, what? 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 I, I mean, tell him what. It says, complacents die in cold, spacey coffins. Complacents? Die? dog! Wait a minute. If we're dead, then how can Johnny be sick? No, Fitz, we're not dead. At least, the us that we know isn't dead. The only explanation is, we've been transported to some alternate Earth. Of course, some alternate Earth where the complacents are dead. Where the planet is far away from the sun, and it's dark and cold all day. And where dragon is creepy, it tastes like taffy. Gee, I feel really rotten fighting all this time while we were stuck on an alternate Earth. Stuck on an alternate Earth? <coughs> what are we going to do? It appears pretty hopeless. Well, I guess we could start by seeing what else is different. Yeah, if we're dead, then what's happening at Creamsicle Studios? Yeah, let's go see. Hey, wait. Guys, I feel really weak. I need you to carry me. Okay, hold on. Everybody take a lamb. Me too! Yeah, you too. All right, one, two, three. Jeez, <laughs> Johnny, when did you get so heavy? I don't know. I feel kind of lightheaded. But my stomach's like lead. A short time later, the complacents arrive at Adrian Creamsicle Studios. At least the studio's in the same place. Yeah, and at least we found a bed so we didn't have to carry you all the way here. Yeah, thanks for wheeling me down the street like that. Back on our Earth, people would have noticed something like that, but here they were all too busy panicking and looting. Yeah. <coughs> it's like we're trapped in some horrible nightmare world. You can say that again. Why do you say that, Gunner? Just look through the front window of the studio, in the recording room. It can't be. In our studio? It's Taekwondo't. Taekwondo't will be the greatest recording group ever. Isn't he already the greatest recording group ever? Not as good as Lunchbox! I disagree. With our new producer, I think our abilities surpass even those of Toto. Gee, thanks, guys. That means a lot. Now, what do we run through that backtrack tape loop again? No, it can't be. Not Adrian. Our own producer and manager working with our arch enemy. This isn't just a nightmare world. This is a living hell. Guys, guys, calm down. Calm down? Are you kidding? Of all the lousy, screwed-up situations we've been in, this is by far the worst. Not only are we lost on another world with no means of returning home, but our place has been taken by the biggest, evilest bunch of jerks ever. But Gunner, Johnny, Fred, don't you see? All this panicking won't make things any better. Maybe things don't look so hot, but... If we lose our heads, we're no better than those people rioting in the streets. Why don't you try looking at your problems in another way? Look at us.
Thanks for that perspective. Hey, who's singing out here? You're going to have to keep it down. We're trying to record it, Sight. Fig? Fig! Gunner! Fred! Johnny, what are you doing in bed? Oh, sorry. I'll have to try to get up. Never mind that. You're alive! You're alive! Holy gee, Lazarus, you're alive! Well, yes, we're alive, uh, but... Uh... But the complacents you know are dead. We're from another world. What? You're talking like you're from another world. Start making sense. Well, we went up in outer space, but when we came back to Earth, we came to the wrong Earth. But actually, the Earth came to us, but the wrong Earth came to us. Or we came to the wrong Earth, which was already where it was. Now, look here. If I know anything, then I know that that's the fig I know. Jeez, you've got to be talking like you now. Yeah, but I'm not sure you're the Adrian Creamsicle I know. I saw you in there recording with Taekwon Dome. Oh, uh, look, boys, that's just because everyone thought you were dead. We tried to fool everyone into thinking you were still alive, but when the press leaked that you were, um, presumably dead, then your records went platinum. <coughs> we went platinum? Yeah, and, and right now Taekwondo is recording a Complacence tribute album. It's gone gold on pre-orders alone. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, so now we've got to keep pretending that you guys are dead or Agnor Drills will kill me. But we can't act like we're dead. <clears throat> well, sure you can. Johnny's looking pretty dead right now. No, you see, he's sick, and... Oh, oh, oh. oh, no! Johnny's collapsed to the floor. You're listening to The Complacence on WNUR. Meanwhile, a little to the left, and several minutes beforehand, in outer space... What are we going to do, announce a man? One-time sensible and honorable villain Dr. Nightmare, having been transformed by adventures through space and time, has become the insane, all-powerful Dark Nightmare. And you, me, and Furry Kitten are his prisoners, hovering here in this big bubble in space. What can we do to break free? Well, if I announce that we're out of the bubble, then we'll die of oxygen deprivation. Meow! I agree with Furry Kitten. Let's sit back and see how this plays itself out. Hello, my superheroic prisoners. Are we having a nice little conversation? Well, announcer man, just so you don't use your announcer powers, here's a nice little gag for you made out of the dark matter that I now control. Mmm! You weasel! You slime bucket! You'll never get away with this! You! You're the one who left me stranded here! You got sucked out the toilet! What the hell was I gonna do about it? Perhaps I should thank you for giving me this opportunity to enhance my power. No, I'd rather not. What are you going to do with us, you dark monster? I think that right now I'm going to introduce you to some of my new friends, the Dark Gang. These are life forms I've created from the dark matter on my travels through this cosmos. You created them? I did. Well, no wonder they're your friends. What are you implying, quantum mechanic? Well, I'm saying that it's kind of obvious that someone you create would be your friend, you know, them being grateful to you for their creation and all that. Are you friends with anyone whom you didn't create? Well, I... Silence, whelp. I'm calling the shots here, and I want you to meet the Dark Gang. First and foremost, my second in command, based on my former servant on Earth, Dark Evan. Did you require a biscuit, master? No, shut up and go away. Next is the sexy and super powerful space bird, based loosely on early sketches for the Venus de Milo. But as you can see, I have legs that go all the way up and arms that go all the way down and wings that can stretch across the solar system. Wow, which solar system? Whichever one I'm in. It's just a general rule. And this next powerful dark matter is being named Dark Patriot. 
America can go to hell for all I care. Tell it like it is, Dark Patriot. Silence, both of you, lest you reveal my plans too quickly. So, what do you think, Quantum Mechanic? My, they're certainly pretty vivid for just being figments of your imagination. Say, how did you get control of dark matter anyway? Natural predisposition? Or is it kind of like the Force? Neither, fool. It was my iron will that gained me the supreme prowess. Yeah, yeah. In about five minutes. What's going on? Don't tell me you two are trying to think of an escape plan. Nope. No, sir. No way. Furry Kitten was setting his watch, and he wanted to know when it would be half past. Your lives are far more than half past, heroes. They're almost completely past. <laughs> now I shall eliminate all of... Suddenly, the planet Earth leaves its orbit and lands right on top of Dark Nightmare. Well, that was fortunate. But he's bound to be angry when he comes back. We gotta get out of here before then. Meow! Meow! You're right. Announcer Man could put us down on Earth's surface, but he's still got that dark matter gag in his mouth. Hmm... Perhaps it is time I begin to take advantage of my talents as a bachelor. Hey, space bird. You called? Yes, I did. I would like to say that I find you most attractive. I have the power to devour planets, you know. You have nice eyes. I eat stars. I had one for breakfast. And I really love the glimmer in your hair. I ate it with bacon. Which is to say nothing of your fabulous body find my power erotic? Although I tend to judge attractiveness by what's inside and not by such superficial things. I find my power erotic. You know, I can see how I might fall in love with you. I get off on destroying galaxies. Well, baby, you can destroy my galaxy anytime. Which galaxy is yours? The, um, the Milky... Uh, the... Meow, meow! Meow! Uh, uh, Andromeda. The Milky, uh, no, the, uh, the Milky Andromeda Galaxy. Okay. I'll be right back. Yeah, I know it didn't work. But we still have to get out of here before Dark Nightmare gets himself out from under Earth. Say, that's a fantastic idea, furry kitten. It just might work. You're listening to The Complacence on 89.3 WNUR-FM, Evanston, Chicago's Sound Experiment. Meanwhile, in the newly dark and cold streets of the island known as Manhattan... A very dangerous man holding a very uncomfortable chicken drives a very cool car down a very seriously crowded street. Out of my way, pedestrians! I object to man-god! Cease your infernal panicking! Haven't you ever had your planet teleported to a different galaxy before? Gee whiz! Fuck! Fuck! Shut up, you! Or I'll take you to the colonel and have you Kentucky fried! Meanwhile, on the Major League Super Crime Busters Rattle School Bus... It's a good thing that we happened to stop for pizza just when Blitzkrieg Warrior was about to do some serious damage to that restaurant. Yeah, Lady Victory, but it's too bad we never got any pizza. I wonder what happened to the sky. And the weather. It's so cold that my chamois is almost frozen stiff. The rest of us are cold, too, Mr. Chamois. Well, at least you can wrap yourself up in the American flag, Super American. Uh, maybe we should have a Major League Super Crime Busters roll call, just to see who's missing. The curtain! Mini blinds! Mr. Shabby! Benevolent girl! Super American! And I'm a Lady Victory. Let's see, that means we're missing announcer man and furry kitten. Don't forget quantum mechanic. Oh, he can rot in hell for all I care. Uh, so, I'll ask it again. What happened to the world? It's almost as if the planet's entire orbit has shifted. 
Yes, but it must still be spinning at the same rate, or else we'd all be flung off into the cosmos. You're right, benevolent girl. Like the globe people. Benevolent girl, it's quiet time. Yes, ma'am. Well, we're back at the Major League Super Crime Busters Fortress. Oh, good. We can use our computers to pinpoint uh, how our orbit is shifted. Uh-oh. Uh, why is the front door open? You just mean furry kitten's little swinging kitty door. No, right? the huge oak double doors were wide open. That's not good. No doubt some un-American young hoodlum is going through all our stuff. Hey, why are all these people around here? Oh, Curtis, it looks like they're rioting. Rioting? Over what? Maybe because it's so cold and dark. Like the secret room in my house where my parents used to keep me when I was bad. Benevolent girl, head down. Thumbs up? Not this time. Perhaps someone read them the Riot Act. The power of the Constitution can drive one to many extremes. Somehow, I don't think that's it, Super American. Well, we can quell this crowd of rioters, or so, or we can go up into the fortress to see if anyone took our stuff. Well, the, the rioters will keep for a while. However, I can't live without my stuff. Then it's official. First, we go make sure none of our stuff is gone. And so the superheroes search their residence for signs of theft. Well, it looks like everything is here. Even my extra chamois. Even my field and stream collection. Even my architect disguise. Even my sexy underwear. Even Chet the Man God. Actually, you're wrong, benevolent girl. Chet the man-god appears to have escaped. Hmm, that's problematic. Hmm, but that god-proof containment unit was foolproof. Perhaps, but it sure wasn't god-proof. Well, get to work, everyone. We have to calm the rioters, pinpoint our location in the universe, and recapture Chet the man-god all before the end of the episode. Get to it! Meanwhile, in traffic... Christ on a crutch! Will you people get out of the road? I'm driving to my mother's. She'll be furious if I'm late. It's so cold. So cold. We're all going to freeze to death. Would you get out of the hell out of the way? I don't know the hell out of the way if I warm it up. I guess so. Okay, it's warmer enough for human survival now. Now out of my way. Well, you saved our lives. Baloney. Wow, it's still really dark here, though. Half of the people don't even know that they're standing in the middle of the road because they can't see. Well, then I'll fix that. Let there be light. Well, you're some kind of god. I am Chet the Man-God. Can I be your woman god? Sure, Toots. Hop in. <laughs> oh, hell, Chet the Man-God. The Man-God. We saved our lives. Oh, cut it out. Chet. 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 And so the citizens of Manhattan place Chet the Man God upon a throne of human bones and worship him as a god. Will the Major League Super Crime Busters intervene? Stay tuned and find out. You're listening to The Complacence on WNUR. Meanwhile, back at Adrian Creamsicle Studios. We've got to get Johnny to someplace where he can lie down. We've got to get Johnny to the hospital. No way, Fig. If we take him to the hospital, then they're liable to take his temperature and check his pulse. And then they're going to find out he's alive. Next thing you know, all those records will be returned to the stores by irate customers. We'll get sued for public fraud, and I'll lose my job. I'm sorry, we're just going to have to figure out how to treat this alien virus ourselves. He's looking really bad. Yeah, his skin's changing color, and there's all these little lines forming on his skin. Like a little maze. Here, put him on Alanis' desk. 
With who on my desk? Put Johnny Angelo on your desk. He's unconscious. Unconscious? I thought he was dead. Gunner! Fred! Big! Never mind. Just clear off your desk. Except for that parted with bonsai plan. We can use that to cushion his head here, see? But, but I don't understand. What's going on out here? I'm ready to get my poop out. The complacent. Hey, aren't you supposed to be dead, man? Guys, guys, calm down. I can explain everything. Yeah, it's just... Go bad guys! Bad guys! Mean online! What the hell is that? That's Whirlybird. He's a dragon. Ah, I can see it's a dragon. What's it doing in here? It's cute. I'm going to grab him. Yeah, yeah. Grab his tail. What's out? Uh-oh. Yowzers, man. What? Oh, he's burning my leather. Flaming bird! Let's get the hell out of here! Let's scream! Let's Good job, little whirly bird. Yeah, way to go, dragon. Way to go? I've got Taekwondo out of contract. I've got to have this album mixed down in two days. Besides, I don't think it's such a good idea to raise such a ruckus around Johnny. He needs his rest. Rest from what? Rest from your collapsing from your disease. Johnny, you're awake. I am? I mean, I am. And you sound normal again. I do? I guess I do sound normal again. But you sure don't look normal. Yeah, you look, well, black and yellow, like you're made out of metal. Not just metal, but some kind of strange flesh metal. Hmm, do you remember getting bitten by any metal dogs in space? No, uh... I'm not sure how I got like this. Did you see that? The top of Johnny's head turned into a big question mark. I did see that. Oh, wait. I've got an idea. <laughs> and how about that? How his head turned into a light bulb. I bet I got the disease when that pig-faced guard bit me. <laughs> oh, my God. You just turned into the pig guard. Johnny, you've got wonderful superpowers. You can change into anything you want. I can? <laughs> You're right, I can. All I have to do is think about boobies, and I've got boobies. Hey, not bad for your first time. Thanks. Say, Alanis, I bet that's not all I could change. Hey, hold on, space cadet. I'm not sure I'm ready to get that virus. Are those my knockers? For crying out loud, Johnny, that's the front door. Jeez, you guys were less trouble when you were dead. Alanis, could you see who's at the door, please? Okay. And whoever it is, tell them I'm too busy to see anyone. I'm in the middle of a real mess. I'll say you are. What? The man at the front door. It's Agnew Arduros. You're listening to The Complacence on WNUR. Meanwhile, hovering in outer space... Oh, Evan? Evan? He's not answering. Meow, meow! Oh, yeah. Oh, Dark Evan, come over here. Is there something you desire, guests of my master? Um, actually, yes, there is. Dark Nightmare said before he had to run off unexpectedly that he wanted an answer man's gag of dark matter here changed every ten minutes. I believe he's due. I recall no such order. Did he tell you he was going to leave? Well, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. It was completely unexpected. Just like this new order I'm telling you he gave. Oh, very well, then. Just let me take this gag out of his mouth. 
And then... Suddenly, announcer man, furry kitten, and the quantum mechanic are transported to the surface of the planet Earth. Hey, everyone. I'm back. Damned planet fell on me. Hey, where did the prisoners go? And where's Spacebird? Spacebird flew off to obliterate a galaxy. She only does that when she's horny. Who got her horny? You? No way. It was that quantum mechanic. Where'd they go? I made something of a mistake, Master. And you're going to make something of a spile of file of space plus dust to dark Evan pile of space dust. No, Master. Don't kill me again. Why, Evan, are you begging? Why, no, Master. That would show a lack of respect for decorum. Then I'll scatter you into atoms. Very well. Don't kill me is all I ask. Oh, uh, whatever. I'm back, and I'm ready. Hey, where'd that guy go? He escaped, you cosmic bimbo. And now we of the Dark Gang must recapture them. Wait for a Dark Patriot. We must give them enough time so that they think they've won. Then we'll strike. Well, what shall we do in the meantime? I think I'm going to explode. I believe we have an answer to your question right here. Meanwhile, on the Earth's surface... Well, here we are on some island in the middle of nowhere. Why didn't you announce that we... Why didn't you announce that we went back to headquarters or something? Because it wasn't what was going to happen. Well, announce it now. But it's not what's going to happen. Well, what's going to happen? The Dark Gang are going to come and find us here. How do you know that? Just a hunch. Well, I'm going to try to build us a boat out of this goddamn palm tree. Meow! Meow. Meow? Meow, meow, meow. I don't care, furry kitten. Announce the man's being a butthead. Well, excuse me for only being an announcer and not some sort of fancy mechanic. Oh, fancy, am I? I'll give you a fancy knuckle sandwich. Suddenly, announcer man kicks the quantum mechanic's ass. Now, that's not fair. Hey, nothing happened. That's because that wasn't going to happen either. Back in orbit. Enough time has passed. We shall strike now. No, not yet. Yes, now. Men, you're all the same. Evan, have you pinpointed that landing spot? No, but I just made some popping fresh biscuits. Do you want to die, Evan? No, not really, Master. They're on a desert island ten miles off the coast of Manhattan. Excellent. Dark gang, attack. Meanwhile, down below... Do you guys hear something? Why, yes, I hear the dark gang coming to attack us. Meow, meow! You're right. We'd better pre be prepared to defend ourselves. Here, I'll use this sand to make a glass force field around this island. Announce the man. Announce something that will help us. And furry kitten, you'd better extend your claws. There they are, my dark gang. Attack with all your dark might. Destroy them all. Suddenly, all of the dark gang miss the island completely and fall into the ocean. No! Salt water diluting dark power. Draining it away. Oh no, it looks like I'm dying. Oh well. So much for me. Well, I know for one that Dark Patriot will not go down without a fight. You'll pay for this, heroes. You'll pay, or my name isn't Dark Knight. He slipped under the water. The other two dissolved. Interesting. Dissolving creatures made from dark matter wasn't a predicted property of salt water, I don't think. But wait. Where is Spacebird? Here I am. You didn't dissolve. Weren't you made from dark matter? No, I'm made from antimatter. There's a difference, you know. 
But Dark Nightmare enslaved me with shackles of dark matter and forced me into believing that he created me. Hmm. I understand that. But if you're made from antimatter, then why, pray tell, are you not exploding when coming into contact with regular, non-antimatter? I have temporarily reversed the polarity of my particles. Ah, yeah. That would prevent that. I think I will eat your world now. How about, instead of that, you give me and my friends here a ride back home? Is there a galaxy here that I could destroy? No, but we can play Scrabble or something. Hmm, Scrabble. Oh, my, yes. I'll take you home right away. You're listening to The Complacents on WNUR. Meanwhile, on the streets of Manhattan, the citizens are hailing Chet the Man-God as a hero and worshipping him as a deity. (laughs) Hey, Chet, you're so dreamy and hunky. Woman, you're already serving as my woman-god, so further ass-kissing is unnecessary. But it's all true. Very well, continue. Chet, Chet, will you cure my leprosy? Uh, gross. Okay, here goes. Hooray, I'm cured. Hey, Chet, I'm having this party. Can you turn this water into beer for me? Sure thing. Hey, are you 21? Uh, yeah. Hmm. My ass. I'm going to transform you into beer instead. My dream no. guest. Oh. Chet, oh, Chet, a big mean doggy bit off my jolly's head. <laughs> Get to the back of the line. Wait your turn. My jolly's what do you want me to do? Kill the doggy? No, I want you to give my dolly a new head. Okay, here you go. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Chet the Man God. Hey, wait, that's the doggy's head. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at Major League Super Crime Busters headquarters... Lady Victory, I found Chet the Man God. He's down the street. Look outside. The riots have stopped, and now everyone is holding hands and singing in peace and harmony. Well, I'll be damned. It's warm and bright outside. But this computer tells me that Earth is in the furthest depths of the universe. Well, this must be the handiwork of Chet the Man-God, then. We have to go find him and stop him. Stop who? Quantum Mechanic, Announcer Man, Furry Kitten. You've returned. Who is this? She doesn't look like one of Mr. Shammy's car wash bimbos. No. My name is Spacebird. I am very powerful. I would like to play Scrabble. Um, we'll do that later, baby. Anyway, so uh, what the heck's going on here? Chet the Man-God is free, and he's doing some weird stuff. Yeah, he's trying to restore Earth to its original environment. Is that really a bad thing? I mean, he calmed people down, and he gave everybody sunshine and warmth. Benevolent girl... Chet the Man-God is very evil, and thus we must disagree with everything he does. Well, I'm going to go visit him. Maybe I can get him to move the Earth back to where it used to be. You're going nowhere, young lady. You sit right down and do your homework. You're not my mom. You don't know anything about me. I'm a bad girl. I'm going to go talk to Chet whether you like it or not. Boy, was she ever steaming. I guess I should have expected this. All children rebel at some point. Is Chet the man-god made of antimatter? No, Spacebird. He's made out of god particles. Well, I'm not touching him with a ten-foot pole. Shouldn't we rush off to stop a nevolent girl? Yeah, that sounds like something we should probably do. All right, team. Let's get out there and stop her. Meanwhile... Very well, Bucky. I will make you human again, so you can go home and water your plants. Oh, thank you, Chet the Man-God. Catch you later. Next! 
know if you recognize me. I'm Benevolent Girl from the Major League Super Crime Busters. Hmm, yes, I believe I used to watch you undress at night. You did? No, I say that to every woman I meet. It establishes a more intimate personal relationship, but I do know you. Why should I help you? I'll join you in your quest to do godlike stuff. Okay, sounds good. What is your request? How about you move Earth back to its original place? Oh, uh, okay. Move no, benevolent girl. girl. Don't, Don't do it. And so the Earth is wrenched back into its original orbit and everyone falls down. Then they all stand up and say, what the heck? You're listening to The Complacence on WNUR. Meanwhile, back at Adrian Creamsicle Studios... Rose is outside our door. Weren't you expecting him to come? No, he didn't have an appointment. Well, I'm sure you can spare a few minutes to see him. It's not about me seeing him. If he sees a complacent alive and kicking, he'll fire me. Well, it's not your fault they're alive. It's not like you were supposed to kill them. Creamsicle, let me in. It appears the Earth has just returned to its correct orbit, and I'm not wearing my sunblock. This sun will wreak havoc on my fair complexion. Ah, uh, uh, just a minute. There was a pot. What's his pot doing so close to the front door? Guys, we got to think myself. of something. Guys, we got to think of something. Guys, do I just can't see you in here. Uh, Adrian, I think I have a solution. What? Give it to me. Give it me. Well, now that Johnny can change his form into anything he likes, he can just change into a big desk and we can all hide inside. Hide inside a desk? That's just stupid. Oh, yeah? Well, what do you suggest? A hideaway sofa bed. Why don't you have a sofa bed in the lobby? Look, fellas, I don't care what you hide in. Just do it now. You got it, mister. <laughs> Creamsicle, you better open this door now or I'll start throwing my weight into my knocks. Here, here, I got it, I got it, I got it. Come on in, Mr. Duros. What a pleasant surprise. What brings you here? Cut the crap, Creamsicle. I had no intention of coming here, but I was gambling corporate funds on the riverboat when I saw Taekwondo here jump in the river. Oh, uh, so there you guys are. Yes, here we are. Where's that damn dragon? Yeah, the damn dragon ain't here, is he? Um, <clears throat> dragon? What dragon? Now, Creamsicle, I can understand these bands using certain chemicals to get musically inspired. Munching on those groovy brownies or consulting a bowl of biscuits. Especially if that's what all the kids are doing. But, as producer, I expect you to keep these boys in line. Apply the stern hand and the garden hose now and then. Yeah, yes, sir, absolutely. I you think. wouldn't believe the things these boys were saying. Saying they saw the complacence here. We did see the complacence. Yes, their putrid image is still burned in my retina here. Now, now, boys. Save it for the music. By the way, Creamsicle... When did you get this ridiculously large statue in this lobby? Um, uh, you mean this one? Yes, the nude of the incredibly fat woman. Oh, uh, I, I just got it. I kind of like it. I mean, maybe she didn't have to be so fat. But I ask, why didn't you also get a male statue? You know, a matching set. Well, I, uh, hey, that's Blindy the Roadie. Uh, hi there, Blindy. Oh, hi, Mr. Creamsicle. Hello, Mr. Durost, and hello there, Johnny. What? You mean Johnny Angelo? No, he doesn't mean that at all. He's just, uh, he's yes, a stupid that is, that idiot. That is Johnny Angelo, isn't it? Although your smell has changed a little. Sort of like lead and sulfur. And isn't that Gunner and Fred? And me. Don't forget, don't you smell me? What the hell is going on here? 
Sorry, Mr. Creamsicle. What? I tried. What? What's going on? I told you they were here. I can't believe they're really alive, man. Good. Now we got to kill them ourselves. I'd just like to see you try. I've learned a few new tricks since last time we tussled. Oh. <laughs> he turned his hand into a spice saw. Oh, wow, man, wow. Yes, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Do you really think so? Yeah. Can you turn into a synthesizer? Well, of course I can. <laughs> This is excellent! I've got a brilliant idea! What's that? This new improved Johnny Angelo shall become the newest member of Taekwon Jones! Get out of here! Johnny would never join you! Oh no? How about it, Angelo? The world can be yours! Johnny, you can't! Gunner, that look on Johnny's face! He's got a strange look in his eye. Oh! Do it! What? Excellent! Now, in order to make room, we will have to cast out another member of Taekwondo. Don't. Now, which one of you is least vital to the group? Bowser? Not me. Coily? Not me. Ridley? Yeah, man! Not me? Ridley? No, man, come on! Lunchbox! I'm Sorry, Ridley. Lunchbox. Not even evoking the name of Lunchbox can save you now. Men, strip him of his official Taekwondo badge. <laughs> no! No, man! No, Welcome. man! No. Shut up. Welcome our newest member of Taekwondo, Johnny Angelo. And remind me to change the password. Johnny, I know we had our differences, but how can you do this? Look at me, Gunner. I'm not the man I once was. I'm not even quite a man anymore. Maybe this band of freaks is where I belong now. No, Johnny, you can't. I'm sorry, Fig. Goodbye. Goodbye, Fred. Goodbye. You've got a quite a bit of quite a bit of explaining to do, Kareem. I, I had nothing to do with any of this. I'm the victim here. I can't help but feel I, I'm somehow to blame. Shut up, Blindy. This is no time for us to feel sorry for ourselves. We've got to try to save Flaming Highway Records from this catastrophe. And the first step, Creamsicle, is making Ridley join the complacent. Ridley and the complacent? I mean the complacent. All right. So, Mr. Angelo, hope you're ready to start kicking butt right away. I am, Evil Otto. And how do you feel about helping us destroy your old band, the complacents? Marvelous, Bowser. Just marvelous. Wow, just one short hour ago, who could have predicted there would be all of these bizarre plot twists and whatnot going on in this week's episode of The Complacent? It's enough to make you hope for just half as many plot twists in next week's episode of The Complacent. And that's coming up in just 167 hours here on WNUR. Back now in the present, here's what's coming up on the next episode. Gunner has creative differences with new Complacence member Ridley, and Adrian Creamsicle's throat has creative differences with a paintball. Until next time, this has been the Complacence Podcast. This is Mr. Announcer, speaking. <laughs>